0: Later in the episode.
1: I mean, it would be a good trial, you know, for the barn, won't it? And see, you know, like how it works. and
0: like- Yeah, that and that would that would be an edge case where it would be 100% useful because you take this wind generator, you put it in the barn, now you can string the lights instead of running power from the house out to the barn, you could just run it off the wind. The biggest problem with it, though, with like something like that is the fact that you need a battery, and batteries go bad and you have to replace them.
1: All these fucking billionaires that own these car companies never even thought about coming up with solar power
0: cars. Fucking idiots! I mean, they, they have actually. What the company I'm looking at is Optura. But uh, let's talk about uh, stuff like. Yeah, that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, I'm C Roller, and, and I'm Willie. And you're watching our podcast. We want to talk about like alternative energies uh, and and like alternative energy sources, like things that aren't like fossil fuels, like coal and natural gas and, and all that other stuff. It's interesting that uh this whole thing got started up because I was thinking about uh, the the solar the solar car that uh, Abtura is making uh so far it's in like its second prototype phase, I believe the problem I, I was seeing a problem with this car uh w- with our initial like prototype like it was going up a hill and it was struggling with it, but it was probably good it was thermal throttling because it was overheating. But I find it interesting to have a car that can run on solar, but at the same time, that's not going to work for everybody, you know?
1: No, it just depends on where you live at, you know, depending on the climate.
0: And, and how far you have to drive. Can you imagine
1: living in the farthest northern area of Canada and having to rely on solar power cars? I, don't think I mean,
0: if you go to, if you go to certain parts of Alaska and stuff, you literally could have like 40 days of like sun and then 40 days of no sun. So I'm not sure how that would work. Well, the problem with solar too. Like,
1: I know I didn't mean to cut you off, but the problem with solar, it doesn't get a hundred percent of the solar light into that battery. Uh,
0: no, they're uh, in general, solar panels are only so effective, like 20 to 40% effective. Yeah. Something
1: like that. And they wear and tear it over years.
0: But yeah. the car itself, it's an interesting concept, but I don't think, I, I don't think it's a good, it's good for everybody. If you're going to go with like an electric car, you the good thing about it is that it does have a plug in, but it's it's solar range is only 40 miles, which isn't good for everybody. You will literally have to plug your car in for it to work for a lot of people that especially in rural areas. They say that a lot of people drive less than 20 miles a day, but some people are driving
1: different towns, different cities to get to work and stuff. Yeah. I mean, that wouldn't really hurt my feelings. I only live like 8 miles from work, so.
0: Yeah. That's actually why I'm considering an electric vehicle. But I'm also looking at it and I'm like, is the price worth it? Because that's a lot of that's a lot of money for a, a car, you know?
1: Yeah, but you travel a lot too, right? Let's say you take your car to the airport, right?
0: Well, I don't necessarily I only I only take the only time like the only times I travel is like when I'm on vacation. Normally that's what I
1: mean, like when you know, you take your electric solar powered car to the airport. You come back and realize that, you know, it was like heavy well, if, snow, I, then- if I
0: have to go if I have to go to an airport, I'm getting dropped off. That's all oh, there is okay. to that. It's interesting about these solar cars, that like the idea of a solar car. It got me thinking about how redundant certain solar technologies are. Cause obviously a solar car would not be as good in this environment because during the winter we get a lot less light than we do during the summer. And I, and it got me thinking like, what about like a solar Powered flashlight, like that, is a thing that exists. Yep. And as redundant as it is, you would think. Well, obviously, you need a flashlight in the dark. It ain't gonna work, but it re- or it just charges batteries. But l- l- ridiculously, the, it's still ridiculous because you have to remember to charge your flashlight during the day when there are other solutions. They got that one that reminds me of a shake weight, where if you like shake it up and down it charges a battery that like floats in the, with a coil that's inside of it, and it well runs. that's kind
1: of like the same concept of the crank flashlight
0: yeah they have, yeah and they have crank flashlights
1: and those are the first ones that came out <laughs> was the crank flashlights?
0: do you have any no
1: i don't have any but I, i'm going to order some
0: they're interesting cause you like crank them up and they charge like you don't even have, have to buy batteries for them
1: no it's a built-in battery but the problem is once that battery goes out to even use that flashlight anymore you have to keep cranking it just to have a light then when you stop cranking the you know the battery's not holding the charge
0: yeah i mean you can replace those batteries yeah you just can. A, just a pain in the ass and i know a lot of people are going to have a problem with this but literally it is cheaper to just buy a new one than it is to replace that battery
1: yeah but the problem is too you're talking about that solar power car yeah so the thing is, like, even though, you know, you know it's solar powered, but you still had to replace the batteries after so many years. And the batteries are probably a lot more than just buying, you know, a regular car battery. what you buy now for your gas
0: car. That is a thing that I, I've been hearing from a lot of people who are a little iffy. Like, the people who are iffy about uh, buying cars, a lot of people of them will literally bring up the idea uh, of the fact that the battery is going to have to be changed eventually. What do you do when it is?
1: Yeah, I mean, they dealt with that with the hybrid cars because the batteries cost more to replace than, you know, just a regular car battery.
0: So that's one thing. I think the, the trade-in the trade in thing where people only like lease cars is probably where we're heading if we go with electric. Because I didn't, of I didn't that.
1: think about that, the whole leasing. That's smart, though.
0: Because, I mean, you buy an electric vehicle, you own it. If the battery stops working...
1: You pay for it. Yeah. That is kinda of cool concept. Like if they actually brought these solar powered cars just for like lease and not buying, I would probably jump on that bandwagon. But like if I only need to drive like three miles, five miles, you know, go to the store, I'll be like, I'll just take the, you know, solar power car.
0: I think that is the foundation for how you how electric cars probably should operate so that when when that battery does go bad, they could take it back and Re- recycle it or re- like and and stuff like that like recycle it and break it down into components and use those components in future batteries you know that would also uh, help the initiative for waste because you don't want to just unload your battery somewhere and have them just sitting having that lithium cell battery somewhere in a landfill somewhere
1: now I was reading something about you know like we're talking about solar power right yeah with cars and stuff but I was reading something this morning where, like, you can't predict, like, how hard the solar or the protons of the solar hit the actual, you know, uh, I, I don't know what to call it, the actual frame itself, but it the, can actually, like, hit it so hard that it can, like, stop a connection on the, you know, in the panel itself because it'll cause, like, a hole where it's not, like, actually routing the way it should. I mean, power. that
0: that is a fault in the system, but most solar panels, I think, are designed in a way... To expect as much, uh, to expect as much of that as possible. But when it comes down to a wear and tear happen that eventually yeah. is what, because there's no actual moving parts in a solar panel. It is literally just photons moving through the panel, electrons and photons, and uh, that is wear and tear that happens. That's why there's a lifespan on solar panels.
1: Yeah, so
0: but get- modern. A lot of people say that that by the time that the solar panel uh, will. By the solar panel will pay for itself uh it's already time to throw it away, which is actually untrue of a lot of modern solar panels we're getting uh we're getting to the point where it's four years and there there's a thirty year lifespan on a solar panel, so for most of that solar panel's lifespan it's net positive.
1: you have a picture of the uh prototype
0: uh yes, I do
1: is it like a complete frame or a complete body with solar panels or is it just like
0: um i can show you that All it right, is so a whole
1: top part is solar yeah
0: like solar panels across the hood solar panels across yeah. the roof
1: so when the time comes when your solar panel goes out you would have if you bought the car you would have to replace that whole entire i mean
0: how that. long how long do you own cars realistically how long do you own them i think the most people most people by the time the solar panels go bad the battery is going to go bad before the solar panels do
1: I'm just saying, like, let's say, like, you only drive the car, like, eight miles a day, right? And you get only, like, maybe, like, let's say you get, like, 10,000 miles in one year, right? Yeah. You would have to replace a solar panel when it has 40,000 miles on the car. Because panels went out.
0: Sure, in that spati- in that particular case. But. On the other hand, just, most people, most first of like all, it. first of all, most people don't hold on to cars that long,
1: right. and
0: those that do are restoring cars to begin with.
1: I mean, how long you hold on to your cars, don't you?
0: Uh, for quite a while, but at the same time, when parts start going bad, there's a point where I have to call it and send that car to a junkyard. <laughs> you want the parts off my car? You go to the junkyard, and pull it off. Like I will get a new car eventually. I'm not one to sit there and try to work, fix it. Yeah. And, yeah. You know, like I'll, I'll fix the suspension. I'll it, pay just it depends
1: on the person, you know, like me personally, I trade my cars in all the time. Once I pay them off, I trade them in and I get a new car.
0: Yeah. Like that, that that's how a lot of people do it. But even then, like I got my car secondhand from my uncle. It's still only like 10 years old.
1: No, they can make one of them that can pull like 11 pounds i would jump on that bandwagon with the whole solar power
0: (laughs) i don't know about solar power for that one but uh, electric vehicles they are working on hauler trucks
1: i mean ford did that they were working on electric trucks but they had to discontinue it because the batteries are catching on fire probably
0: probably overheating from putting too much stress on it i don't know because that's that's problem with electrical components is that
1: they get they get they get hot yeah they get overused it's not like with a uh, gas, you know, you got the coolant system to cool it down. That's
0: actually yeah. what they did to this car when they went to the second one. They put a freaking cooler on the front of the car to cool it off.
1: Like fans or what?
0: Uh, like a radiator. Oh, they did? You see like this front part? They actually put a radiator up in the front of it. Okay. Like like a regular car has. Okay. To cool off the components. It, it runs like a lot like an AIO uh, coolant like in a computer where it sends all the heat to the front and cools it off through heat pipes and a radiator and stuff so this
1: might actually be the future it might be if they can pull it off
0: yeah i mean i'm looking at this i'm i the design is so concept car-ish it's got three three wheels one in the back and it's got this egg shape round shape but then again they're trying to keep it aerodynamic to get as little drag as possible and all that other stuff solar power in general is a great alternative energy and there are lots of places where we could solar power where there's nothing there. The only problem is they're not in the U.S. Well, I guess there are some places because there's right. a lot of places that are making solar po- uh, like solar fields.
1: It depends on where you live in,
0: in the But US. there's there's entire deserts out there where we, where we could put these panels. Think My question it. is how are we getting the energy from these places to where we need them? Okay. That's that, that that's the problem I can is Because a lot of people are like, well, if you just fill the desert with solar panels, I'm like, yeah, but
1: You still have to get a line to, you know, put it somewhere.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, that's kind of like, it's kind of like, like me and you were talking earlier about the whole, you know, um, the whole flotation, you know, energy
0: thing. Oh, the wave technology. Yeah. We're
1: talking about that earlier. How can you get that if you live in an area that's a desert?
0: Or how can you get that anywhere that's not on the ocean? We might
1: be able to get it being, you know, in Ohio by the lakes, but you know, it's going to be. Yeah. You know, you know that most people around the lakes are going to get the energy before we do.
0: I think anything that, uh, that, that slows down the admissions from uh, fossil fuels is probably a good thing. But you also have to take into consideration like the downsides of it, like the waste, the production, and all that other stuff. But when you look at the actual t- statistics of it, it does kind of outweigh the, the drawbacks. It's just that we have to make sure that everything's being done as efficiently as possible. From from the production of it to the actual solar panels and wind farms and stuff like that to the waste when these things go bad.
1: And um, you know how they're putting like solar panels on like houses and stuff? Yeah. Power. I think a lot of people are Pushing away from doing that because they know like if they have electricity, they have 24-7, you know, energy, right? Unless yeah. your power goes up. But with solar, you have to rely on how much charge you have on that battery to power your house.
0: Yeah. and Here's the thing with that. And I've, I've talked to my dad about this and he's talked to people with wind generators and stuff. There is actually a limit to how much power you can produce out of that. And a lot of it is, it's it's shocking where the limit is. The limit is you can run your house on it. You can. Because you cannot sell the uh, energy back. There are people with with wind generators and they've literally said that they shut theirs down because after so much after so much uh, energy is put back in the electric companies will not buy it. They're producing more than they need
1: and then it's going to probably overload like, you know, the batteries and everything too.
0: Well, we're currently in a system that's set to incentivize burning of fossil fuels. That's why the energy companies won't buy it back.
1: And it's gonna be a long time till there's a certain
0: amount that they'll take and after that they won't buy any more back. And it's pointless to have a wind generator. Yeah. This was this was one of my dad's things is like he is fascinated by wind generators and he's got one uh he's got like one that's disassembled and one that he wants to put up on the top of the house, which I think is kind of funny. Imagine I a mean, two-story house with a wind generator yeah, on top of it. Yeah, I was of
1: thinking that rooster that spins, you know, that says like north and south, you know, that's what I was like thinking.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he's got that and he wants to put it up because he doesn't want to put an actual pull up. So he wants to put it on top of the house.
1: It's a lot of weight.
0: Yeah, I think it'd be better on the barn. <laughs> Probably. Well, unfortunately, that does nothing for the house.
1: I mean, it would be a good trial, you know, for the barn, won't it? And see, you know, like how it works, and
0: like. yeah, that and that would that would be an edge case where it would be a hundred percent useful because you take this wind generator, you put it in the barn. Now you can string the lights instead of running power from the house out to the barn, you could just run it off the wind. The biggest problem with it, though, with like something like that, is the fact that you need a battery, and batteries go bad, and you have to replace them.
1: Yeah, because right now a lot of places are hiring for um, windmill technicians and. The problem is with this job, like, a lot of people don't realize how tall those windmills actually are. I mean, you see them in a distance, but once you actually get up to them, they're story stories high. And you actually got... They're really big. Yeah. You you had to climb a ladder just to get up into, you know, where you had to go. I watched a whole entire video about, like, people that worked, you know, on those windmills. And they had, you had to wear like things on their legs to help them climb, you know, because eventually your legs get tired from that climbing and your arms does too. So you have to wear like an actual, like kind of like a climber outfit.
0: I've also seen a job uh, like, and it's not just windmills. There, there are like those huge, huge towers where they have like lights on top of them uh, so that planes don't hit them. That's a job too. And they get paid a lot to change one fucking light bulb. You see like the body cam footage from some of these people, like they're literally climbing up into the clouds. Like some of these towers are so tall that when you get up there, you're looking down on the earth through the clouds. And they change the lights out so that uh people so that the planes don't run into them. I think wind power is probably one of the easier ones to implement, and it's actually more efficient than solar yeah. as far as uh how much energy is generated off of the wind versus off of uh off of the solar power like it just
1: depends on like how we're saying like depends on where you live like if you live in like the safari you know where it's like dry and not no wind and it's like constantly humid it's not going to work
0: yeah yeah i think around like, here I, i've seen a lot of them around here though
1: it just depends like what's best for where you live at is what you know is best for what you know energy source you should use like um with wind, wind, windmills. It'll be all right over here because we get a lot of winds.
0: You know what? I'm surprised I haven't seen. Like, you got dams that are basically like taking up rivers and and like and blocking them off and stuff, and using the power from that. But What I haven't seen is people just doing the old watermill thing. Well, yeah, I
1: was actually, but
0: yeah, instead of instead of taking it into a mill, turning it into a generator, because a lot of like a lot of the water mills were actually meant. We're actually made to, uh, to turn that uh, rotation into like grinding down of, uh, of like wheat and stuff into like flour.
1: Now you can yeah, use it to like actually make energy.
0: That's actually the difference in a windmill and a wind generator. It, the biggest thing is its purpose, but its design is also inclusive. Is also kind of around that. Like a windmill isn't. Necessarily designed to capture as much wind power as a wind generator is because the generator's got to take a lot of torque to get that power going.
1: I mean, there's days like where, like with the windmills, there'll be days where there's like, you know, like maybe like three mile per hour wind, you know, and it's going to take a long time for that thing to spin, you know. That, yeah, a lot of
0: times that's one of the things is on a, on, a, on a day that's not windy, a lot of those things aren't working.
1: Yeah, you have to re- actually rely on mother nature to get your energy source. It's like me, Well, they I- design
0: it they design it that way on purpose so that when there is high winds, they don't just blow into pieces from the from how fast they're spinning. I've also seen people design them where the blades tilt to reduce the amount like the faster it goes, the more the blade tilts so that it takes in less uh wind.
1: I don't know with all these like other you know sources of energy i feel like they're more of a like should be more of a
0: backup plan don't I'm ocean o- ocean ocean percent. based powers are in my in my experience relatively new these are things that i have not heard of until somewhat recently things like wave power and tidal power
1: i, I like that but you have to live by that area yeah.
0: no you, you do know what tidal power is right yeah it's basically a wind turbine under the water it, works by the water going in and out
1: yeah it's like it's like the more it moves the more energy gets produced
0: yeah whereas the wave power actually uses the up and down motions of the wave to drive it you know
1: what if they actually what's that on one current called like over in like the caribbean you know like finding nemo and stuff
0: oh i am not sure
1: you know what i'm talking about that current can you imagine if they put something in there and pick up the energy from that shit
0: that would be a good idea, except I think that you got to worry about the uh, environmental impact of just dropping something in yeah, it's there. Because like there's attacking against it or something. Yeah, that's one of the things that you have to worry about with with some of these ocean-based technologies is the impact on the actual environment. That's why I'm pretty sure dams have like a path that goes around them, so the fish can migrate around the dam.
1: But a lot of places, you know, different states are trying to eliminate, you know, having dams too, right?
0: I mean, some people that don't understand how dams work probably think they're bad.
1: Then some people are against the wind farms, you know, because they're like, oh, bird's going to run into the blades."
0: Now, speaking of some of the alternative energies, I've heard a lot of people talk about nuclear energy as an alternative. And although the production... You still need water. You still need water. Yeah, but although the, 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 the actual production of electricity based on that is absolutely clean because it's literally just a steam generator off of... I was like off of like the heat produced from fusion or not fusion, fission. Yeah. The actual, the byproduct after the, after the fission is done is still a problem that we have to deal with because uranium is not a good, good chemical to be just dumping anywhere. You know,
1: it it actually, uh, changes the, uh, what's it called? Changes the body where when you reproduce, it comes out like in, like mutants and shit. Right.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't know how true that is. I know that it, it, that nuclear radiation the
1: DNA. That's what
0: I meant. Uh, radia- I know radiation can can definitely cause harm. I don't know if a mutation is the thing or not. I mean, I've I've heard the stories of like uh, three eyed frogs and shit, but I don't know if that's actually true.
1: Oh, I was, I was just like kind of like thinking about the Simpsons movie. You know when they you know fucked up the lake. You know. Yeah. Then you know you got that fucking squirrel with like fucking like. Twelve eyes. and Bart was like, "Dab dab 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 dab." And poked him in. <laughs> I I feel like if they do have nuclear waste and there's a river, because you need water to help with you know a nuclear power plant, and I feel like they would just dump the shit right back in there.
0: The water is used in slowing um,
1: down the the uh, process. No,
0: actually, process. that's that's the control rods that do that. Oh, um, the water the water is literally. The, you use the heat from the fusion and you st- turn it into steam and the steam turns like the turbines what you see coming off uh, of the towers off the cooling towers is literally steam a lot of people think it's smoke it's steam i can't believe the amount of people that i've had to tell that to it, it honestly amazes me that people think that 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 the nuclear power plant is producing uh heavy smoke
1: oh. <laughs> They don't know what they're talking
0: about.: It's literally steam from
1: so of all all the um resource that we're talking about, like which one like can you imagine if you had like a nuclear-powered car?
0: <laughs> I mean, they have nuclear subs.
1: yeah, I know they got nuclear subs. can they uh... can actually do a nuclear powered car well,
0: I, 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 I don't I don't think could you imagine what would happen to a nuclear power car if it got into a crash though? Oh yeah, it's
1: gonna, it's going to blow up a whole town.
0: <laughs> it's bad enough that we have the fear of it near us? All my life, I've been, I've been, I can't say I've been waiting for it, but I've been leery of that, that siren to go off. Because, you know, no, nobody's making it out. There's no way you're traveling fast enough to bypass that radiation, if it if it ever does fail.
1: Well, at least it'll be quick. Now, one thing I want to talk about, too, the generators. You got the crank generators. You got the battery operated generators. You got solar-powered generators.
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. I feel like one of those is already a flaw. Battery operated generator.
1: Yeah. It's like the ones that you use uh, for your appliances like if your power goes out. That's just right. a backup
0: battery. That's, yeah, not, it's, a ge- it's, yeah, that's it's, not a generator. They
1: consider it a generator but it's just a backup battery. That's all it is.
0: Th- th- that's not a generator. Like gas generator, solar enter- generator, crank, so generator. crank
1: generator. My buddy actually had a car and he his battery went out and he was like yeah fuck Replacing batteries, so he bought a crank one. So what he would do is he'll charge his battery just enough for the, you know, the car to start, and then he'll let the on charge it, even though it's not holding the charge, but it was enough for him to get to work. And I mean, he would do that every fucking
0: day. That is that is uh I don't know I don't know what to say to that. That that's just
1: stupid. I know.
0: You're just prolonging the inevitable, but I guess i guess you're getting i guess you're getting by if you're doing that but yeah,
1: I know. like i'm like watching him he's just like cranking that fucking thing just to you know put like a little charge in the battery just to get to start then rely on the alternator to do that but the thing is the alternator is getting wear on it too because it's keep pushing you know all that energy
0: like, yeah you're actually killing your alternator by doing yeah. that because you're causing too much of a draw uh it overtaxes your uh generator because it's trying to do everything, yeah. Very much. I think we really should uh do some more research into like that that ocean technology, though. Because so far, I've only seen one company doing it. Uh, I'm sure there are multiple companies, but I've only seen the videos on one. Uh, and it's an interesting technology, I just think that it needs a little more
1: work. It's an expensive technology, that's what it is because you have to drill. You literally have to get into the you know, the ocean ground, right? For the top you know, then you have to have the floaters on top to move around. Then they have to put the line into, you know, underneath there to go into the shore and, you know, like take it all the way, you know, to the energy.
0: I mean, okay. yeah. That's yeah. a lot of money
1: and a lot a lot of companies don't want to do that. They're just like, Oh, we are just relying on you, you know, on something cheaper like solar solar is cheaper it's,
0: uh, it is getting cheaper and more efficient as like as time goes on you know i said earlier that 4 hour or not 4 hours 4 years uh they're trying to get it down to the point where it's efficient enough that it actually pays for itself in one year
1: yeah i think and
0: that would that would put it at like almost 90% uh uptime for uh net positive versus its current situation
1: and I feel like with the whole tie, the tie thing that you're talking about, I feel like that's going to be like another whole yeah. oil company, you know, scheme where they, you know, it's like, oh, well, you know, we're going to up the, you know, payment on electrical, you know, through this tie because we're not getting enough tie. It's just, just going to try to make more money. off. I'm that. not
0: sure I follow exactly what you're trying to say. But I get the idea of it. Somebody's gonna try to. I mean, they're find, like we take the
1: money, they drill into the ground of the ocean, you know, just to put the stuff in there. They're gonna be like, well, now you can rely on us.
0: Okay, that doesn't sound necessarily that bad. Although having greedy people in charge of it is probably not the best. But if I mean if they're gonna if they're gonna find a way to make money, uh from something else that isn't fossil fuels that would be a net positive for people. Sure, there's negatives because greedy people are in charge of it, but it would also...
1: It would take years before, you know, they would...
0: That's probably where I think the biggest problem would be is they would invest in it and install it to death.
1: Yeah, I mean,
0: it <laughs> I feel like that happens with a lot of technologies is that somebody comes up to create great an idea and then they get bought out by a bigger corporation and that corporation just kills it. At this point, we're going on conspiracy theories about. Uh, about big corporations and the death of uh big oil that isn't happening. We could talk about that on the next podcast. Possibly. Possibly. I know of a couple of people that would probably go along with that and talk about it.
1: You know what? We're going to do that on the next podcast. I like that. We're going to talk about big corporations and how they became greedy. This is going to be a good one because we're going to talk about Disney. We're going to talk about, you know, these big corporations.
0: Ooh, Disney. Disney.
1: Be Disney. We're gonna talk about everything about the next one. All right. You wanna do that?
0: Sure, why not?
1: All right. Well, thank you for watching our podcast. I'm Willie.
0: I'm C Roller. Peace. Hope you- Peace. Peace.
1: Fuck my fucking electric bill is like so fucking hot. Uh, well-